bother you if people think you're weird? Are you surrounded by others that say they just don't get you? Maybe you keep hearing you're hard to understand, and if so, you're about to find out why it could be just the thing that's going to lead you to living your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, welcome back. Glad you could join us. Stephen Canyon, kineticbleed.com is the website. Megan, how are you today? I am fantastic. Yeah, I used to, uh, I was looking at the title here. I, and I think I can answer this for you, but I'll let you do that. But I, <laughs> I grew up and I was hearing all the time, you sure are weird. Oh yeah, Boy, me you're too. strange. You too? Yeah, it was usually, it usually sounded just like this. You're so weird. Well, that's your sister. Well, she was the one that always said it, so, <laughs> yeah. So weird. Congratulations. You're, you're yeah. just not like me or anyone else, yeah. for that matter. No, I was told that throughout, definitely by siblings and, yeah, throughout school, even by my parents, so. Well, I have to, you know, being honest, I think that probably, especially as a young man, it probably used to disturb me somewhat to hear that I was weird. And, you know, I used to think about it. Well, gosh, does that mean I'm supposed to be like everyone else? <laughs> and then as I grew up, and, of course, now that's... You don't want to be like everybody else. It's your badge of honor as you get older. Well, have you always embraced being different? Yes. Really? A million yeah. percent. Absolutely. Totally. Oh, yeah. Totally. At school? Yep. Everywhere. I loved it. I you loved are weird. it. That's, that's strange. <laughs> People that aren't afraid to be themselves are fun, aren't they? Yes. I mean, if you want a good party, just fill it up with people. We were just talking about some of the coolest people we know. And I would say they were probably out in Colorado Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that we met. And this was back in the mountains and in a little town community called Pine. Yes. And we just there was a whole clique of people. I mean, we went to the was it the Rhubarb Festival and all our was that what it was called? And all of our friends were there. And one uh, one guy, he's walking around on stilts. And and the other one is like selling her jewelry. And it's they're so dancing cool, artistic and, yeah. and original and, and expressive. Well, it was interesting too because it, it did. I think for, that was one of the first times I actually saw that you know you can immerse yourself into a place that has a culture um, of celebrating people being mm, different yeah. as opposed yep. to conforming. Well, and now fast forward to today, I think it actually is weird to be normal. <laughs> That's the weird thing. The truth of the matter is everyone is unique according to their purpose of genius. Yes. And there is something different about those who are closely connected to the values, what makes them different. Well, that's something that you've you've really taught me in that area because I think it's very human when you first meet someone, you, you start sort of scanning them, you know, looking them up and down and listening to their words going, how are we different? What do we have in common? And you've really taught me to look for the things that are different and, and to point those out and to celebrate those things instead of, you know, sort of just glomming on to this very base idea. The commonality. Of being yeah, common you know, to get, yeah, exactly. It's an unsalted cracker. That's not interesting. I want some <laughs> spice <laughs> like chicken that chicken needs more than salt and pepper let me tell you people that are valuing the things that make them different that's what that's what uh is sweet right absolutely and use now here's the thing usually they're easily categorized as being artistic uh however every human being 
And this is the interesting thing. And it's not, you know, we typically think of people that are creative. Those are the ones that are painting, sculpting. Those Mm -hmm. are the, you know, the musicians. But that's not, that's really not it at all. All of us are creative creators, created in the image of the creator and have within, every person has within them the artistry of their own unique genius. Yes. Every human being could be categorized as being creative. If they were brave enough, that's the thing, to be who they were meant to be. Yeah. Most people don't have the courage. Absolutely. And they're fearful of anybody finding out that they're different. Mm-hmm. And actually we are, because we come into this world, into, into a competitive society, and we're told to conform and to speak when you're spoken to and to say the things you're supposed to say and respond uh, to the tests with the correct answer. And we are <laughs> constructed in a way to conform. Wasn't People that, become yeah. fearful of the things that make them different. Absolutely. And isn't that why you're always telling us stop living your life that's centric around the ideas and the opinions of others, good or bad? You know, you need to be getting that information from yourself because that's what that leads to. Absolutely. The human beings, the creative creators that embrace their identity, not a personality that was formed by all those other people and those opinions, but their artistic, creative purpose, they have a special ability, don't you think, to communicate their feelings and their expressions and their thoughts through the, a unique and a different way of communicating. Yeah, absolutely. And I like that you made really pointed out that, you know, it's not just the overt expressions of of art that make you creative. Everyone is unique and everybody does have a certain type or brand of creativity. They just have to to know that to even look for it. Looking for that individuality, but here's the commonality in that uh creative genius is that the the creative creators are in love with themselves mm-hmm. and they appreciate their originality. I love that. The truth is human beings that are creative and are embracing and unconditionally loving their unique selves are those that don't use the same system for navigating through life and their values are difficult to understand by those that judge others according to what they themselves would be doing. You know, why aren't you acting like me and talking like me, walking like me and and by all means dressing like me and saying the same things that I would say? In other words, the actions of the creative creator follow their chosen beliefs and they act according to their inner genius. So as a result, when, gosh, when everybody's seeing these people go by, it's like watching a parade go by. Uh, the creative creator is different, uniquely, marvelously different. Their minds are working differently and they're evaluating their circumstances differently than most people because they observe their surroundings by noticing the different details they're observant. And they're not just racing through life, paying attention to nothing. No, they're seeing their surroundings. Most people listening to this podcast are kinetic believers. And this is the response. We know this to be a fact because of the emails that we get. And when we're doing our workshops, you know, most of the people listen to the podcast. And many have, uh, we've met them at the workshops. They have bought my book on manifesting their kinetic uh, kinetic beliefs. So most people are considered to be creative people. And there is a consensus that creative people aren't easily understood by others. Most of the people listening to the podcast would agree, they don't get me. And we hear it all the time. Nobody understands me. Namely, family members. I grew up <laughs> with siblings. I've got children that don't understand me. The ex-husband or the ex-wife didn't understand me. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, I don't want to mention any names, but Robert. <laughs> Beverly. <laughs> right. 
people they work with or casually meet say they don't understand them. So here's the thing. Unconditional love is the stronghold for those who see their inner genius, the purpose for their life as their offspring. Mm. This is what I'm creating. The purpose of my life is what I'm giving life to. And also, here's, here's the thing. Creative creators are choosy when it comes to who they give access to to come into their personal lives. Well, and gosh, what a great way to see that, that these projects and this creativity is its seeing it as your offspring. And that also denotes you even living a life that is beyond just, you know, the nuclear family life that we're told is supposed to be a certain way. Um, you know, even structuring your life, how you structure it and how you utilize your creativity. It's all up to your own inner love for self. And I like that you started with that. Loving yourself, loving yourself. Is there anything more powerful? yourself. Yeah, loving yourself. No, that's it. People that celebrate, champion, and edify their identity of genius are typically open to friendship with those who are also doing the same thing. Mm. We're attracted to the creative creators, those that are a little odd, a little tilted, just a little <laughs> bit different, that are also celebrating and championing themselves. And then what you end up with is this harmonious energy that's in relationships, yes. this give and take, a mutual respect for diversity a mutual respect for the things that make you different, not what makes us alike. You know, the thing that makes us alike is that we are different. And so we're celebrating that. There's the mutual appreciation for life. And and we both have this understanding of that unique, diverse purpose. And I love that point that you're making because it is so important and it's so real in your life. This idea that, that when you're fulfilling your own original purpose and when you're loving yourself, you're going to be in harmony with others doing that because I know... His, if I look historically back in my life, at times when I wasn't living how I wanted to live, I wasn't loving myself how I should have been, I was immediately turned into this petty, very judgmental personality person. And it was obviously, I mean, that's just so obvious. It's obviously from, you know, no, you're not loving yourself right. And so you can't express that to anyone else. It's it's even dangerous to become that. And I think all of us have experienced that. We go through those times where we are surrounded by judgmental, petty people. So we ourselves become judgmental and petty. Yeah. Look, almost every unique individual that's embraced themselves and that I've known They all say that they grew up in a manner where they were surrounded by uh, other people that had trouble understanding them. And you can tell who they are. They have their tribes. They've got the factions of artistry. And like you said at the beginning of the podcast, they're all over the world. You can find these factions of people celebrating their diversity anywhere you go in the world, in Pine, Colorado, or London. You know, and you'll notice them. They're usually those that look like they're just sailing upon the earth and just <laughs> gliding along. And, and uh, when they're in love with somebody, they are practically soaring. And here's the wrong. Creative creators are not shy or embarrassed to show their affections. True. <laughs> I mean, they will they'll let you know they love you and they'll give you a kiss <laughs> on the cheek and they've known you five minutes. But it, the, it's, it's usually often unique and it's in their own way that they express it. Kinetic believers are of sound mind, and they're strengthened by their expectations. And they're rarely, if ever, surprised by anything. And if you were uncertain as to whether or not you fit into the definition of a creative person, first off, realize that being creative, it doesn't necessarily mean that you paint. It doesn't mean that you play music. It just means that you delight in your thoughts. 
You delight in that within inner genius, those creative thoughts that you continually have, and you you celebrate those. You you imagine according to those, and you dream your life according to those, and you're energized by those unique expressions of yourself. Do you think that that we can put things in our lives, or should we be watching out for certain things that are blocking those creative energies and those creative juices? And I, I even just mean anything from a negative uh, culture in a in a workplace or friends or relationships. Can creativity be blocked by that? Yeah, kinetic believers are constantly, continually aware of their surroundings. They're continually aware of the people they're surrounding themselves with. They're aware of auras of. Uh, creative energy, positive energy versus negative energy. They're aware of uh, the vortex. They're aware of being centered in their original source energy of purpose, that positive energy. It matters. It matters. So speaking of unique, it's really cool how creative creators express themselves through just about everything except for words. (laughs) I mean, they're not necessarily talkers. For example, if someone decides to dedicate or, or write a song to somebody and they say that 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 is a gift uh of creativity that they have is they write music and so i'm going to write a song to someone else they will spend a lot of time imagining the person thinking uh, uh, how they make them feel they look within themselves to notate expressions of longing for that person by hearing their feelings imagining the, the expressions of color that someone gives them to sense. And they express it then through sounds and sweeping melodies and all of that. So it's not just by words. The creative creator, the kinetic believer, the artistic person learns to express their life, their feelings, their affections, their longings through craft, through painting, through poetry, through music, through carving, whittling, through Things that are, it's not just words alone. And that's one of the most uh, delightful things about being around creative, artistic people. Yes. Oh, absolutely. The the culture of that way of thinking is really beautiful. And I would even say, you know, just stimulating and fulfilling even to you. I mean, it's as simple as when, if you're a painter, if you're an artist and you walk through a gallery that's full of rich, amazing, thoughtful, emotional works, you leave there ready to paint. And so the people that you surround yourself with, think of them as those paintings. Are they inspiring you? Are they inspiring you to be that creative self? That's a great example because, and we've been to gallery openings. We've been to, to some shows and and a lot of the people that are going through there looking at the paintings are not painters. Yeah. But what they do have in common is the ability to express the way a painting makes them feel. Mm. And they are uh, expressing it in a way that's not practical to the senses. Yeah. And so what's happening is they're looking within and can then vocalize through an expression of colors and uh, symmetry and all these other unique things that they'll see in the artwork. Yeah. Um, just curious, I know that you're deeply creative and in music and even painting and writing so many things. Um, how does this pair with the idea of, of social interactions? Because I also know that you are, um, you're, you really know people before you even know them. And so a lot of times when I know for me too, in, in my past, if you're labeled as sort of like weird or avant-garde or a little out there, um, you em- can embrace that. And that's a good thing. But then a lot of times you, it's like, 
the need to be weird and the desire to stay in that weird life, that weird plane of vibration, it can make it difficult to really connect with people. Um, how do you sort of balance that, um, you know, wanting to be true to yourself, but then also wanting to show others love and compassion and, and interest? Sure. I think that it, it's innately natural for the creative person who is not concerned with conforming uh, to other people to be able to connect. It's difficult, difficult for a creative person to connect if they're trying to conform. Mm-hmm. It's easy to connect if they let go of uh, the the need to uh, be like everyone else and just fall in love with themselves. And then it's actually easier to connect, uh, to have someone else know how meaningful, for example, they are to me. Um, it's got to come through the expression of creativity. How does it, and it goes back to the to a sense of feeling. You know, you're, you are unconditionally loving other people, and you can only do that if you're unconditionally loving yourself. And so all of a sudden, there's a connectivity now with all others, and not just the faction that you somehow look like, and walk like, and work like, and I drink the same beer, <laughs> and I, I like the same movies, and I wear the same brand of jeans, and I drive the same truck. So all of a sudden, we can get along. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Yuck. Well, I like, (laughs) right? Ew. Ew. Um, (laughs) It's really interesting, too, because I love what you just described. It's it's incredibly natural. It's very organic. It's very fun. Um, It's going to be this really um, true-to-self way of living. It's not forced. So if you're loving yourself unconditionally and your your inner dialogue is supporting all these things, the creativity, the love of self, I love what you just said, that that's just naturally going to spill over onto other people. Um, which is really beautiful. You know, it's not, it's not forced. You don't have to wonder, am I good socially? Am I not good socially? Forget all that. Well, and it happens too when you move out of the, the competitive world. You're no longer trying to be better, stronger, uh, richer, uh, and nothing. You're not comparing yourself anymore in those, those ways. And so all of a sudden it becomes like heir to the creative creator mm. to be able to express their feelings in ways that words alone just aren't enough. Yeah. The adults that I know who were introspectively aware of their artistry and their creativity while growing up, as adults they have grown actually calloused to thoughts of being understood. It no longer means anything to them. I don't care if you understand me or not. You don't <laughs> have to understand the uh, a rainbow. You don't have to be able to understand... <laughs> A cloud yeah. that's uh, full of rain. You just, it is what it is. You know, uh, a creative creator just is what they are. They are who they are. And so, in, in fact, uh, most kinetic believers, uh, artists, creative people would actually say that they would prefer not to be understood. I don't sure. want you to get me. I just want you to <laughs> embrace, embrace me. me, celebrate me, edify yeah. me, encourage me, appreciate me for for what <laughs> I'm representing myself to be. And it is amazing how this sort of line of thinking raises your standards because it, all of a sudden you're championing you're championing yourself and you're also then doing that to other people and now you're thinking, well, you know, this is what I expect. This is what I in my relationships you know, if you're not champion, champion, what is that? Championing, championing. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that, That's it, hard to say. You know, it raises the standards in a paradoxical way. As it raises the standards, it actually lowers them as far as who I will be around. I'll be around anybody because I unconditionally love everyone. So all of a sudden now, I don't even have a standard that you've got to somehow meet 
that's a higher standard than I was ever living before. Well, what if you don't have standards? How do you deal with toxic people? Like, how do you approach you that don't. mentally? You don't deal with them. You just love them. They can be toxic or not toxic. This, I'm not going to take them or leave them. They just are. I am who I am, and you are who you are, and I'm not responsible for you anymore. I'm, no, I'm not taking responsibility for your emotions, be they good or bad. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me That's because a- I am always happy and joyous and at peace with my life. And if I want to change anything about the world around me, then I change my attitude, which is all is well. That's a great point that if toxic people are around, they only stay around because they're being enabled. That's and right. so just by simply, you know, loving yourself, that enabling is gone and probably so are they. That's a that's a fascinating way to see that. Right. So as an artistic person, then, you, you know, no one's actually going to be annoying to you anymore. Uh, if you are practicing life as a competitive competitor, you're not a kinetic believer. You're not u- uniquely in love with your, your original genius and you're just trying to fit in. You're trying to find a faction, a tribe that be just like that you can, you can march along with and, and hide within numbers. And you've yet to embrace your unique purpose, your identity located within your genius. You're probably going to find the characteristics of the artistic people, the kinetic believers, those that are unconditionally in love with themselves to be annoying. You're not going to like hanging out with us, guys, because you know what? We're not imitators. We're not trying to be like anyone. Now, you're not going to bother me. You're probably not going to have access into my life, but I'm not troubled by you. I'm not trying to change you, but you're probably not going to. You're going to think I'm too weird to hang out with. So that's the competitive competitor. Kinetic believers, the artistic, those that are embracing the original source of their own identity. They don't do the usual things like matching your energy. They don't imitate expressions and the activities of other people. They don't usually look for commonality to get in line with. They embrace being unique while at the same time as kinetic believers celebrate the differences in everyone else. And they understand how rare it is to find someone else willing to also be vulnerable and brave enough to simply be themselves. So we're talking today, it seems like, just about embracing this idea of being different and being weird and being seemingly strange to other people. And and really, for me, it's like relabeling that as kind of a badge of honor, the sign that you're doing the right thing. Absolutely. Most creative creators that have embraced being creative and their individual purpose in the world are those who intentionally use kinetic belief to create the life of their dreams. And they find themselves living in a world of their own. And they are the most positive people you'll ever meet. And they love exactly who they are. And listen, if this is you, then you understand that you don't like it when others try to move you from the location of yourself to force you to somehow become like them. And when others bully you to conform to the world around you, if you are creative, you understand that you're not going to like it where others are trying to lead you. It is so common for artists, especially those who say that they're not easily understood, to talk about having problems adjusting or fitting in. Is this starting to sound a little familiar? (laughs) Story of my life. If so, guess what? You're not alone. Yeah. You're either a kinetic believer who's practicing the law of attraction, or you should be, which means you have your own way of looking at time and location, purpose, life, nature. Probably the most interesting thing that stood out to me today is this comparison, Um, because for me personally, obviously, it's been a journey of, of, 
overcoming being, like you said, hardened or jaded by being told that you're weird and people sort of pushing you as though you sh- you don't belong, um, feeling a little that outcast syndrome, but then replacing that with unconditional love for self, which manifests into unconditional love for others. Because I just love that you really laid that out for us because that's the answer. You can't be in this creative place of loving yourself while being jaded and and really I, I guess probably the word is a little bitter yeah and that's why it's so important that we talk about this yes because I want people to understand that you know don't run from these characteristics if you're finding this to sound a little familiar I mean if, if this is common uh, with those embracing their unique genius you're not alone you may feel alone because you're surrounded by bullies but no this is something for you to embrace because and here's another identifier people that we're talking about that are embracing their genius that are different and considered to be weird they can spend hours in this one place and it seems like they've only been there for just a few minutes (laughs) when you're being creative yes you rarely if ever can find a kinetic believer in a bad mood that's true but if you do Kinetic believers, they can't sit still for even a minute because they feel like hours are now passing them by. (laughs) Something's amiss. Creative creators are going somewhere. Even if they're sitting still, they're on a journey. They're journeying through life. And even when they're physically not moving, they're still sojourners. And they're, they're always going someplace. And it's not simply part of them that's advancing. It's the full spectrum of personality. There's a harmonious... Um, uh, energy that's taking place and they're in that vortex they're emotionally excited they are grateful and they're in love happy joyous they are at peace and so it's from there in this place of harmony the genius of original source energy that their world is changing around them everything is is moving and it's structured and it's flowing and advancing the way that it's supposed to be but now here's the thing interrupt just one single tacit of harmonious energy within an original creator, and they are energized now to move, change things, act and interact until they find that harmonious way of agreement again. So they become restless, and they, they, you can't keep them down. So yes, creative people are often living lives around others who struggle to figure them out. And they may appear to act like introverts and extroverts at the same time. It's true. Simultaneously. But now watch out. When a kinetic believer is satisfied with the way that life is unfolding, they act out the story that they're telling themselves by becoming extremely extroverted, and they will get all over you. I mean, they become the splash, the life of the party. Everything is just dynamic. Everything is wonderful, and they are they are just tremendously extroverted. You know, something that I want to have a deeper understanding of is... Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. So I was just sitting here thinking about how as you get older, you you realize how much of the world and society is sort of out to get your original identity, that sense of self. Um, you, it feels attacked more and more and more the longer you're on the planet. And I think all of us have had those moments where you, you wake up one day and you think, how did I get here? And this isn't me. And this isn't the life that I had purpose to live. And how did this even happen? Um, and so if you do have that sense of being off the mark and not having that personal, strong, intense, intensive, original identity, 
how do you work to get back to that like you're talking about to find that sense of self again yeah the way that negative source energy is transmitted into understanding is it comes through the human mind the experience as condemnation and so when you when someone is experiencing or under the influence of internalized condemnation what they do is they will bully people around them to conform their lives according to my uh, the, the life of the one that's under the, the spirit or influence of condemnation. Why? Because it's that, that harmonious agreement. If I can get you to live a life like I'm living, then I'm going to ease the burden of condemnation, negative energy. In other words, I will find some sense of justification for being under condemnation. So the way that we come out from that, some of the most honest human beings are those that are practicing kinetic belief. It's honesty, being honest with yourself and embracing your original identity, embracing your genius and saying, you know what, I don't need to conform to the influencers around me. So the way back to becoming honest with yourself and the unique individuality of your purpose for living is the first thing you have to do is internalize yourself. Look within, go back to the original purpose. What makes you different? And then be bold enough, courageous enough, and fearlessly answer that question. And that's where the journaling comes in, too. I mean, like you always tell us, that daily it, right? introspection. Nothing can replace you cannot that. cannot do this without journaling. That's how you find your, your way back That's to right. weird. And understand when, when we talk about journaling, we're not simply talking about writing down your experiences. That's what, a, that's what a journal is typically used for. The kinetic believer that's changing their life according to their highest viewpoints for thought forms is choosing the life that they desire by imagining the experiences that they want to have. And then as your genius releases those ideas, you journal that. You actually write down those thought forms to meditate on daily because then that becomes the substance of your belief that the law of attraction is going to manifest into your life. So it's a practice, and there's a way to do that. There is... So many other identifiers, you know, a lot of people and the the reason for today's podcast is I want to help those understand that you're not you're not weird in a wrong way. You're weird in a right way. If these things are you. Another identifier for the creative creator is if this is you, regardless of what other people might be saying about their creativity of the kinetic believer. Here's one thing that and, and I've even seen you do this. If the one living their best life doesn't like what they've created, and I've seen you do this with a painting, and I'll go, wow, that sure is good. And you go, no, it sucks. And you throw it away. (laughs) It doesn't matter what anybody else says. No. And it's going to be according to your own opinion and your own delight or lack thereof that's going to value yourself. And that is what what we're talking about. Not only are we not influenced by negative influence, but but we're not influenced by positive influencers. Unless we're working with a coach to work on uh, perfecting a skill or talent. If we're working on something according That's, to yeah. our own creative, unique genius on the inside, yeah. we are the soul, we're the author and the finisher. We're the ones that decide yes. what our purpose in life is, and it's according to that unconditional love that we have for ourselves. And that's where your power lies, isn't it? Because you're putting yourself in this major position of power over your whole life. I'm paraphrasing Georgia O'Keefe, the, the artist, but she basically said, um, you know, the accolades and the compliments and then the uh, 
the critiques, they all go down the same drain of my mind. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like what right. matters is, is my creative voice. That's, that's right. It. That's right. Kinetic believers that are successfully changing their lives according to their desires. If they consider their creation to be in harmony with the genius of their purpose, they absolutely champion and cherish their own creations as if it was the most important thing in the world. And to them it is. So it must be to everybody else in the world too, right? <laughs> of course. And if you just if you just know I'm talking about you and you're listening right now, then you probably also don't have any real sense of appreciation for any kind of rules, because most creative people feel as though rules are just constrictive. Mm-hmm. It's going to mess up my my energy, my Absolutely. my mojo. Yeah. Don't I don't care about your rules. Mm-hmm. And they will also kind of stay in some kind of trouble because of their disinterest in the rules and expectations of other people. Uh, I needed to hear this when I was in like seventh grade. It was a good thing. And, and here's another one thing that's also unique about those who grow up as artists is there is a, a tendency for creative people to not really have limits when it comes to having a good time. Yeah. Most consider it to be freeing. And inspiring and to be in, in harmony with their sense of inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I can't climb high enough. I want to have the best time. And, and as such, I, you know, they will abuse things that they probably shouldn't be taking, mm-hmm. but they want to have fun. But isn't it amazing how quick we are to hear a thing and then accept it as fact and final fact for the rest of our lives? I heard a woman one time, it was so funny. She, um, she said, yeah, I hate breakfast. She said, it's just eggs. So many eggs. She said, She said, who decided? Well, all it was was eggs. Who, I'm not sure I would like right. it either. But she was like, who decided? Why eggs? Yeah. <laughs> she sounded like she did. <laughs> there, there is something rather universal about those that are embracing their inner creativity. Regardless of how they are expressing themselves into the real world, most people find them appealing, creative people. They are even attracted to the creative people. And, and even if they don't understand them, even if they think they're weird, and they probably would never tell you, but they are a, a, a closet admirer of the weird people. <laughs> Isn't it interesting that you have this really beautiful, it's sort of like an ironic thing where everybody is coming together as a group, but with such an intense sense of individualism. So it's it's an interesting dynamic that takes place when you do get a lot of creatives together. Because it's the circus. It's like it is the circus, right? It is a circus. What more? What could yeah. be any more exciting and fun than going to the circus? All right. You know who wants to go to a circus where everybody juggles? Yeah. That's not fun. Well, I have to say, I mean, the most enriching conversations that I've ever had have always been with other creatives. People who are embracing their depth of creativity in any way, in any forum, in any format. Yeah, the world at large is typically attracted to the poetic musician, the mysterious painter, the eccentric chef. And it's simply a mystery that most people can't, they just can't even tell you why they are. But the artistry of the human being, it's the way it's meant to be. That That's going back to the original function. And the way that we, the reason we were all put on this earth is to be tacits, facets of the creator. And so the, the artistry of all that, and the, of those who've looked within to find the unique genius of themselves, locates that proverbial graffiti of their life (laughs) the strokes and the marks of which are meant to be seen and when you look through the eyes of purpose of the creator each expression of themselves is innately meant for somebody else to see 
and not to be kept hidden away. And and what we're talking about, actually, this is is instinctive. So the most people are living a life that's in a contradiction to the thing that is actually instinctive because it's supposed to be done on purpose. We are expressions of the Creator, and expressions must be what? Expressed. (laughs) That's what it's for. So the most common fear, should there be one, among kinetic believers is the fear that their purpose will somehow never be expressed, Mm. to not receive the life that it was meant to live, to see the, the light of day. And one of the things that I personally enjoy about being around artistic people especially the the kinetic believers, is they're not shy about drawing attention. And it comes from their natural charisma or the aura that we're talking about. And we were talking about yesterday as well. They are creative. Their positive energy must flow. And it's to the benefit of all others to see. And it's always, according to original source, energy of purpose. Now, having said all of that, I will say this. Artistic people, kinetic believers, working the law of attraction, also have their insecurities that they press through. Insecurities, just like everybody else, the only difference is is they understand what's required to keep moving. Regardless of the confidence that kinetic believers value and they purpose themselves in by journaling their best lives, they also need to feel loved and they also need to feel appreciated. And they desire someone to nurture them and to champion them and to express great things about them and to attract wonderful and majestic things into manifestation. Creative creators are those who contribute to making the world a far more beautiful place than it would have been otherwise. Wow, I really love that you brought up you know, what it takes to live like this because from the outside looking in, watching a creative kinetic believer in their element, can make they can make it look very effortless. And that's very deceiving because it's not effortless. It's in the arena of your mind. And they're, they're, I guarantee you their minds are incredibly disciplined. And every thought and everything they're speaking is with purpose and focus. And they're working that positive agenda. But then on the outside looking in, they look effervescent. They look completely mm-hmm. like they're effortlessly living this charismatic, creative life. Um, I did have another question. So if someone's listening... And, you know, you started off the podcast with an interesting take. You said just because you're not an artist or a musician or an overtly, you know, your creativity is not overt in artistry, it doesn't mean that you're not a creative. So everybody should and can be a creative. Um, For someone who doesn't have those obvious artistic skills and they're just now hearing, okay, I want to be creative. I know I have this in me. What is the next step? How do they start cultivating that artistry within themselves when, you know, they've never even pursued anything like that? An artist is simply someone that delights in expressing their observations in whatever manner. Everyone has that ability. Everybody comes into this world as a believer with authority and dominion to do just that. And then the, the idea is to now be an expression of what you're observing in whatever manner. And you do that through the honesty of observation. And yes, these are the inventors and the architects, the singers and songwriters that they painted the murals and they sculpt the imagination. And they're the ones that have gone to the moon and those are the ones that are going to Mars. But the creative creator, these are also those that are on the sidelines championing those going to Mars. They're the ones celebrating the differences and the diversity of humanity. 
They're the ones that are uh, holding the balloons and blowing them up to, to be part of that great majesty of the parade as it goes by. Sure, you may have been difficult to handle or understand while you were growing up, <laughs> and perhaps you still are. But anyone worthy of getting to know the real you will most certainly be capable of some patience. Einstein said, imagination's everything. He said, it's the preview of life's coming attractions. Isn't that true? Look, you can absolutely become whatever you desire. Whatever you imagine to become or to have, there is a limitless abundance for the universe to provide your dreams. Work on the energy of your belief. Develop the mastery over energizing your desires. Journal them as the genius of thoughts come so you can monitor them and nurture and direct your desires. Never again restrict your imagination to the life you're now living. You are constructing internal barriers when you fear those judgments and those things we've been talking about and imagine the condemnation of other people. Those walls will absolutely prevent you from receiving your purpose done in this life, in this world. Fearlessly think about where your journey should go. You were created as an artist to be one, to be unique, and so different that others will have difficulty understanding you. If that is you, hey, congratulations, you've arrived. If not, look within to be mysterious. Be honest enough with yourself to become exciting. Your original identity is ready to create more beautiful and exciting images for you to attract in your life. So begin right now manifesting your best life. The harmony of your existence leads to your best life. Activate your intentions by agreeing with your Creator. You know what you love, so permit yourself to love it. Imagine in the present tense and see the benefits of your purpose as having already manifest. Be grateful for your beliefs, and then imagine them as having come to pass already in your life. Look, the beauty of your Kinetic Belief Journal is it allows you to construct your entire life, mind, body, and soul, simultaneously while gradually working through your desires and doing it one at a time. Manifestation requires visualization, and it requires dousing positive energy into your world. Your journal will enable you to cast down the confusion of feelings and all of that negative energy, and the genius of your desires will then raise you up to stand your ground. Just say this out loud after me. Just say, I've looked within and I know how I am. I've looked within and I know how I am. Creativity comes natural to what I have found. Creativity comes natural to what I have found. Using my imagination is my first and second nature. Using my imagination is my first and second nature. My mind is excited to imagine to create. My mind is excited to imagine to create. I am always being guided I'm, by my inner genius. I'm always being guided by my inner genius. I have endless creativity. I have endless creativity. Because I'm endless. Because I'm endless. My imagination runs wild. My imagination runs wild. Because I run wild. Because I run wild. New ideas are always coming to me. New ideas are always coming to me. Because I'm always embracing them. Because I'm always embracing them. I am purposefully creative at all times. I am purposefully creative at all times. In agreement. In agreement. With who I am. With who I am. Creative desires construct my identity. Creative desires 
desires construct my identity. My purpose. My purpose. My life. And my life. I have a powerful imagination. I have a powerful imagination. According to my creativity. According to my creativity. And congratulations. You're weird and hard to understand. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm weird and hard to understand. <laughs> Woohoo. Awesome. Oh, yeah. this this uh podcast definitely connected with me on a deep personal level. <laughs> congratulations. I love that. You know, yeah, that's the way we and there's so much to uh, be grateful for if this is you because you are so ready and set to live your best life according to your purpose. I love this topic. I just love that we talked about this today because society really does have these repetitive, very subtle ways of telling us, um, even reasoning with us that we're supposed to be fitting in, that we're supposed to be conforming and being like everyone else. And so even just doing a podcast, that this is a voice that's combating that day in, day out, that sort of slow drip, 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 telling us all the time that we're supposed to conform to some uniform idea. We're supposed to be explosively different. I love this. Simply put, the world has two forces of energy within it. One is negative and one is positive. And all we're doing is translating what those sound like, feel like, and uh, what does what is that inner dialogue constructed of when you are in agreement with one source uh, versus the other? And I have to say, just from personal experience, that if you are trying to tap into that deeper creative self, if you've never done that before, or if you need to reignite it, or even just continue the process, the journey you're on, the Guided Manifestation Journal is so perfect for this because it is that daily time very specific to your introspection and to cultivating that unconditional love that, you know, like you just told us today, that creativity feeds off of. Sure. And if you'd like to comment on today's podcast, Kinetic Belief at StephenCanyon.com. And also the quickest way to locating the purpose of your life is my purpose workbook also available on the website. And we've got some more workshops coming up soon. One in Atlanta. Excited about Dallas, Austin, Texas, and I think Houston. Yep. And uh, all that's going to be on the website. Yep. Yep. So check it out. Make sure you sign up on the website too, to be getting the weekly emails from Stephen, some extra teaching videos in there as well. Cool. All right. Let's go be weird. Okay. Let's (laughs) go be super weird. (laughs) Thanks for all the weirdness, Steve. See you back tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.